The following program on WCBS is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions. Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. J.G., it's New Year's Eve weekend, and it's our last show of 2017. How you doing? Oh, my God, I'm thinking about all those New Year's resolutions I have to make. What about the ones that you made? Oh, can we not talk about those? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I just read an article that's somewhere between 42% and 92% of New Year's resolutions end in failure. And probably, I'm guessing, not a huge surprise to any of us because, hey, you know what? By the second week of February, all of us crazy Americans, well, we've pretty much abandoned all of the resolutions we made pretty much six weeks prior. What I would agree. That is? So why would you agree? Did you make resolutions last year? Did I don't you? even want to think about all the ones I didn't fulfill. I'm one of those Americans. They, well, yes, I we know the... that. So so what worked? What didn't? What did, what resolutions? Give, give me a resolution you made last year mm-hmm. that worked. That worked? That you achieved. Yeah. My JG gratitude journal. Yeah, you got that That out. was important. Yeah. And what, what didn't you achieve from a resolution? Oh, the weight loss. Resolution. So is that now this year's resolution? I wasn't as perfect as I could have been. So I have to really focus more on, you know, those habits. Well, we've got an expert in house tonight with us, Dr. Glenn Doyle. Mm -hmm. Listeners, I have to tell you, if you want the secrets on how to keep your resolutions in play for 2018 and achieve them, not just keep them in play, you'll want to hear the wisdoms because Dr. Doyle is a licensed psychologist. Mm. He's also the founder and director of the Doyle Practice in Chicago and Washington, D.C. And and, and there's and. more. Wait. Dr. Doyle is also the author of the self-development blog. Check this out. Use your damn skills. So I don't think Dr. Mm. Doyle is your everyday garden variety psychologist who's boring. So listeners, listen up. We're coming back. Stay tuned for Dr. Doyle. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. It's Saturday night of New Year's Eve weekend, and we are here. Oh, there. (laughs) All right, we're starting a little bit early. (laughs) I don't know about you listeners, but I'm wondering if you've got a few New Year's resolutions that you're thinking about making as we get really close to welcoming in 2018 tomorrow night. You're listening to Got Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host who's honking on his party maker. Not into the mic, JG. It's John Gassman. And joining us tonight is Dr. Glenn Doyle. There we go. Dr. Doyle is a licensed psychologist. He's also the founder and director of the Doyle Practice in Chicago and Washington, D.C. And the author of the self-development blog, Get Ready. Ready? Use your damn skills. So we've got what we've got in store tonight is not your garden variety psychologist. Dr. Doyle's come all the way to join us from Chicago. Uh, so it's probably like a, a little bit of a heat wave here, I guess, compared to Chicago. <laughs> um, and we're excited because Dr. Doyle is going to share, you know, all things about resolutions, why we make them, why we can't keep them, why do them at all. 
and also some really cool wisdoms to uh, make them work for us if that's really what we want. So we're very excited. Welcome. And we're Dr. Doyle. Yes. Should we call you Dr. Doyle, Dr. Glenn, Dr. D? You can call me whatever you're inclined, whatever, whatever, whatever makes me seem cool, because I've now been told (laughs) twice that I'm the cool therapist. Dr. D is in the house. Okay, let's call him Dr. D. We've got the the big D and Deirdre. We've got the Dr. D and we've got the superhero, the gas man. (laughs) Ooh, Mr. Gas Man. All right. We're having a good time. There's no champagne, just party makers here. (laughs) Yes, they don't allow that. All right. So welcome. Thank yes. you. This is really a lot of fun. And, you know, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. Yes. And it's kind of one of the interesting things because there are so many negative connotations to making and keeping New Year's resolutions out there that, in fact, I want to know why should we even make these New Year's resolutions at all? You know, so, JG, that not only do you want to know why should we make these resolutions at all, but I, uh, I tossed this question out to uh, my social media audience mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. today and I said hey guys I'm going to be on a, a radio show and what are the questions that you would like to see addressed or the issues around, around New Year's resolutions and about I would say 70 to 80 percent of the comments got a lot of responses got like you know 400 reactions but wow like over half of the uh, comments were oh god do we have to make those at all right why why, why are we even going to make those at all? they never work everybody knows they don't work like dare to what, what, what you just said that you know most of them they're abandoned by actually there's the research uh, suggests that you know there's no kind of hard and fast research on this stuff it's kind of hard to research but you know the research suggests that by mid February ish most of our resolutions tend to be toast so <laughs> so why should we make them so here's my thing. I've always found it curious that New Year's resolutions get such a bad rap. And I found it curious that, that my audience kind of had such a negative response because all New Year's resolutions are are kind of a structured form of goal setting. And, yeah. you know, look, is the New Year kind of a random time to, you know, to set a resolution? Well, sure, right? Like there's nothing magical and there's nothing mysterious about, you know, like January 1st, everything's going to be different. Well, no, of course it's not. It is kind of a random uh, time to set resolutions. That said, it's random the same way that like Monday is random, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. I think everybody, uh, maybe not everybody, but for me, a new year is new and it's an opportunity to sure. reset. Reset. Yeah. Great word, JJ. But what I want to point out to you is, so that's a, a, what we would call a schema or a belief that you're bringing about the new year. So you have this belief that the new year, there, there's something you know, magical about it. It's yes. new. It's, it's reset. Yes. But that is what I call it's BS. It's a belief system, right? <laughs> BS, belief system. Mm. All that means is that we've constructed that meaning for ourselves, much in the same way. You could say the same thing about, well, Monday, it's a new week. It's the reset on the week, et cetera, right. et cetera. I, yeah. However, what if your week starts on Sunday? What yeah. if your week starts on Wednesday? You see what I'm saying? So, so these things, I mean, they have as much meaning as we kind of give them with, with, with our beliefs. So, but, but would you agree, though, that most, most of us, uh, in this country at least, believe, have the same belief set, same schema, that a new year brings new, reset. I, I would agree with that, 
But I would also suggest that that's one of the reasons, one of the ways that we freak ourselves out totally. about, about New Year's ah, resolutions, right? Interesting. Because we build it up in our heads. It's like, okay, like <laughs> this is the whole thing. Like this, like especially if our resolution, which um, are, are not the best resolutions to make, I think I'm going to give up something. I'm going to give up this big thing, that whether it's smoking or drinking or you know, yep. eating to excess or, or, or whatnot. I'm going to give it up. And in 2018, never going to happen. Never going to happen. As long as the calendar says 2018. And what my you know thought about that is again, it's think about the steps. All we're talking about is goal setting. We're talking about the same steps of goal setting. We're going to get a little bit later into the steps of effective goal setting. Mm-hmm. Like around the Doyle practice, we say use your damn skills. We say set some damn goals. You yeah. know, the the steps of of effective goal setting remain the same whether we're talking about January first, whether we're talking Absolutely. about Wednesday, whether we're talking about July first. Mm. So the question of you know should we set these things? Why do we set these things? Well, we yeah. set these things because we're human beings, and in order to live a fulfilling life with high self esteem, with healthy self esteem, setting goals actually is really important. And in order to set effective goals, we need to manage our time well. Part of which is put a timeline on these things. January 1st is as good a timeline as any for sure. a starting date. Right. So so you, you mentioned something. I'm curious that there are some resolutions, even though I had a whole bunch of uh, questions to ask you, I'm sort of <laughs> going to veer off to the whatever side, right side right now. Yeah. Are there resolutions that are that we should stay away from, New Year's resolutions that we should really kind of say, let's save that for some other time? So there, there are a couple categories of resolutions that we could talk in, in that context specifically, right? Right. There are these resolutions that I prefer to stay away from simply because they don't really lend themselves to uh, – they're not, for example, a simple habit change. Um, they, they tend to be – like so there are resolutions where they say I, I'm going to be this – or resolutions say, I'm going to do this. Right. I tell folks to stay away from, I'm going to be this mm-hmm. type of resolutions. Mm-hmm. And JG, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, resolutions to like lose weight. In some ways, that's saying, I'm going to be a different weight. I'm going to be skinnier. I'm going to be healthier, et cetera, et cetera. Right. One of the reasons I don't like those types of resolutions is because they're not uh, kind of set in behavioral terms. It kind of has behavioral sure. connotations, right? Because we kind of think, well, in order to be skinnier or be healthier, I'm going to have to do certain behavior. I'm going to have to you know, eat different types of food right, or eat at different right. times, et cetera. But most people don't take the thinking that far. Most people are like, well, come on. I'm just going to be a different weight. I'm going to be healthier. So it's wait. Like, hang on so, there. So wait. wait. Let me interject a Go point. Ahead. And this is something that, you know, growing up with uh, inter- uh, quite a f- fun family – my parents are always big believers in you could do anything you want. Right. If, you, if you put your mind to it, you could do it. And, you know, I see a lot of parents that tell their kids, you can't do that. You'll never be. Or, and, and I look at them and say, everything is achievable. It's a question of whether or not you're willing to do what the goal is asking you to do. Mm-hmm. So the goals of losing weight, as you said, we, we take it to the point of I'm going to lose weight. But we don't really get into the nitty gritty of what's the goal asking me to, what is the goal asking of me to do? What are the behavioral, what are the habits that I need to implement or change, such as go to the gym, eat properly? Am I willing to do those things? Exactly. Well, so, I, I have a different question. <laughs> did I interrupt you? You did, but that's I'm okay. I'm sorry. No, I, no. I saw that look on your face. Did you, do you set resolutions, New Year's resolutions, Dr. Doyle? Ever? I, um, do, so in asking that question, you're really asking, do I have goals that I'm working on that happen to begin on January 1st? Huh. Absolutely. Oh, okay. 
because I happen to think so. So I have ADHD, right? Don't we all sitting in this room? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> World quick starts. Turns out we kind of we kind of get, 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 get in, that in, in, in a few minutes, but. <laughs> <laughs> the clarion call goes out. For, for <laughs> so I so I have ADHD, and what I find is that I really require uh, a lot of structure if I'm going to achieve, and, and most of us do, right? Sure, like, sure. Know, you know, I, I say effective goal setting is really about it's about giving structure, it's about time management, it's about focus management, about absolutely self. But um, so you know, so I had so every week. I have goals every week. I have like like what you're asking is like so. Do you have goals that happen to begin on January first? Sure, but that's because it's one of my strong beliefs that in order to build high, healthy self-esteem, we got to have goals, and mm-hmm. we got to be keeping track of our goals. We got to be t- keeping track of our personal development. Mm-hmm. So the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I do. I can you know talk about you know gosh. The new year does what I will say about the new year about being special. See, you're going to like this, Deirdre. I'm you are smiling special. already. You're, you're going to like this because I'm going to I'm going to kind of go back a little bit on what I said about there being no mystery or magic to the new year. It is special insofar as it is a goalpost that everybody recognizes. Everybody gets it. Like when you say, "I've made a New Year's resolution to blank," it's kind of different from the middle of July. Sure, saying you know what I've just you know I've decided I'm going to go on a new eating plan or or whatnot. People are like, okay, well that's great, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in you know the, coming up at the end of the year because everyone everyone's talking about it. Like we're talking about it. Absolutely. So do you know what I did? What's that? Just to be defiant and rebellious. <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> you? I, you? I, can't I that. decided that instead of waiting, because I've been in my head for about three or four weeks, I had surgery, you know, eight weeks, nine weeks ago, <clears throat> which our listeners know. And so I've sort of been saying to myself, okay, come January 1st, New Year's resolution, 2018, I'm going back to the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have, you know, medical clearance by then, all of that great stuff. So as we've been gearing up, knowing that you were coming on the show to talk about, of course, during New Year's Eve weekend, resolutions, I kind of thought to myself, hmm, you know what? I'm not waiting until Good for you. New Year's Eve. And I started a week before. I started the day before Christmas. And I said, yeah, why should I wait until then? And I just decided to do it. And I'm doing it. And how do you feel, by the way? Well, I laugh at myself because I come up with these crazy things that I want to sort of compete with myself right, in but, my but head. Right, but my question really is, but by going to the gym now, how do you feel? Oh, well, proud, which of course speaks to self-esteem, mm. as Dr. Doyle was talking about. Very proud of myself that I did it. Uh, very proud that I did it again. And very proud that I've put it into my weekly planner. Uh, so we don't have to wait until New Year's to no, have a resolution or right. to set a goal. We right. can begin today. We Every can. day is a new we day. We can. In fact, though, yes and, right? As our, Bob Colhan. Right. Yes and. I think that knowing that so many of us look at this new year coming upon us as the opportunity to really make some change in our lives, that's realistic. So... You know, that's happening, and I hope tonight, or I know tonight, that uh, we've got more wisdoms on how to do it. We know why to do it. It builds self-esteem. It's good to have a goal, and um, and we're going to figure out how to keep them and achieve them. Yes, you're, you're what? And I think that's the problem for most people, is we don't create the habits that are necessary to keep that goal moving forward that to attaining tr- the goal. That is true. And, JG, I don't know if you know this, but we are, uh, this is a side note from resolutions, but as a Gut Wisdom New Year's Eve gift... 
we've got our Every Heart Matters live event coming up on January 18th. That's right. We've got some Gut Wisdom VIP tickets for you and a guest. And if you're one of the first five... If you're one of the first five listeners to email me, not while you're driving, at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com, you may be uh, sitting in that theater with us. So stay tuned. We're coming back with Dr. Doyle. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. In the words of Larry David, pretty, pretty, pretty soon. Pretty, pretty. There you go. <laughs> Many of us might be thinking, feeling, saying, New Year, new me. Right? I don't know. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your Gut Wisdom co host, John Gassman, a.k.a. JG. And you're listening to Gut Wisdom. And tonight in studio, we've got Dr. Glenn. Doyle and yeah, and who better than to get to the root of these New Year's resolutions that we keep, that we don't keep, that who cares? Why do we have them? How are we going to keep them? We've got a therapist here with us tonight, and he is just not your average garden variety therapist. He is cool. So, Dr. Doyle, as I said, licensed psychologist, founder and director of the Doyle Practice in Chicago and Washington D.C., right here tonight with us in New York City. And he's also the author of the self-development blog, Use Your Damn Skills. And I just love the sound of that. I love that we can say that on air. Use your damn skills. Use your damn skills. Hey. That that was my one question before starting. I know. Can can I say say the word damn? How did you come up with that? That came from a patient a long time ago. We were talking about, um, it was one of my hospital patients, and, and she's like, so so in the end, what you're really saying is, and we're kind of going back and forth about how she could be safe after she discharged, what she goes, and at the end of the session, she's like, I guess I just had, I have to use my damn skills. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's Cha-ching. exactly true. Because you know, something that I talk a lot about on my page, and, and I love the fact that, that on, on my Facebook page at Dr. Glenn Doyle, we have like this this big community that that pops up in the comments and and you know people you know sharing their stories and supporting each other and it's just a lot of positive. It's vibes. like group therapy on Facebook. It's group therapy. Mm. It's it's not, but it's like that. It's yes. like that. Um, but but something that um, that I, I I really really love is that there's the, you know that there's there's a positive vibe and there's a flow that really goes to it. And something that I talk about a lot is like, look, there's no magic in the things that that I say. You know, I mean, there's no like I went to school for a long time. I read a lot of books. I had to write a lot of papers. Right. That's why I've got the doctor in front of my name. Mm-hmm. But you know, the magic is inside of you guys. The magic is inside of everybody. We already have the tools to feel and the reasons to feel good about ourselves. You know, no purchase required, no transformation required, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, something that I feel really strongly about is the fact that, you know, look, it doesn't take expertise. It doesn't take, you know, we are all our own awesome therapists, right? Yes. And I mean, that's... We all have the answers within. Exactly. Do you really believe that? I absolutely believe that. That I, we all have the answers within. I absolutely believe that. I believe that a lot of times we need um, some guidance in, in framing what we already know. Yes. Right? Like if you look at, you know, like the, the, the greatest, um, you know, personal development books that have ever been written, mm-hmm. nothing really new. I'm, I'm going to say something controversial here. Good. Nothing really new has been written in the personal development field, I'm going to say, in the last hundred years. Yeah. You know, going back, probably in the last 200 years, going back to as a man thinketh, you know, going right. back to, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
you, you see shades of the same thing being repeated over and over and over again. Yeah. Now, what's different? What's different is it's presented in a different way that somebody it might click with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Where they are like, oh, you know what? I knew that, mm-hmm. but it's, it's now I really, I get, I can apply it. And I think that's, you know, if I have a gift, you know, if I have a talent or, or whatnot, it's I happen to be able to kind of put some things in a way that it finally clicks, you know, and, and I've heard it a dozen times, you know, folks saying, boy, I've been told this by, you know, a dozen therapists, right? But we clicked in such a way that if I'm finally able to kind of integrate that into my, you know, into my life. Interesting. So, you know, pe- so people have squid on their face and they need sometimes, you know, they need somebody to, you know, move the squid right? out so they could see again. And so, that's the value oh, that yeah. you bring. So, so coming back to use your damn skills, one of the reasons why yeah. I, I, I kind of made that the, the lay motif of, of, yeah. of, of uh, the Doyle practice is – because like you've got the skills, you know, you, you know it, like, like you've got, you've made it through, you know, incre- like I used to work, uh, my, my primary clientele was, you know, folks who had serious post-traumatic disorders and, mm. and dissociative disorders. What do they call that? P- PS- PTSD? Uh, P- PTSD. Okay. And uh, specifically the folks I was working with have what's called complex uh, post-traumatic stress disorders, right? So it's not the kind of, of PTSD that you associate with like war trauma or, or mm. 9-11 or something. It's, you know, folks who were, you know, abused like over the long, you know, the long haul when they were, you know, very young and growing up, et cetera, et cetera. And it was amazing because, you know, the folks with whom I was working had survived things that most of us can't even imagine, that I can't even imagine surviving. Mm-hmm. And here they were feeling like broken people. You know, they, you know, they, they were feeling like, you know, gosh, I, I, I can't do things. You know, I'm broken. And I'm watching them going, you know, man, you have survived things that, I mean, that, that blow my mind. You know how to survive. You know how to thrive. You got yourself here. You got yourself to sure. this office or this hospital or whatnot. Right. So we have skills. Like, like, don't let anybody tell you different. Like, one of my, one of my favorite things. Like, as I'm trying to, kind of transition into the personal growth industry, the self help industry, and, and 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 kind of looking at all these self help gurus who are out there. And they're trying to convince you that, you know, you're missing something. You know, all you need is my teachings. Right. You need my teachings, which come at a low, low price of. Right? <laughs> and then you can be whole. Then you can make a success of your life, et cetera, et cetera. But not until you get it. Right? And I'm not going to tell it to you. Because, right. You know, until you, you know, until you got the credit card number. Right. Exactly. I am the anti that. <laughs> you know, I say, look, you already know what you need to know. I might help you frame it. Right. Yeah. Somebody else might help you frame it. You know, somebody, you know, randomly listen to the radio on a Saturday night, et cetera. So it doesn't take a doctor. It doesn't take... Well, what I'm really happy about, more not even... Happy is not the right word. I am excited excited because I have always wondered why there aren't more therapists, those that have the education, they've, they've read, they've had to write, they've had to study to get that DR, that doctor title. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered and hoped actually that there would be psychologists, therapists out there that would move more into the mainstream, more into the self-help world because there's, you have, the, you ha- yes, we may have the answers. You are trained to frame, to help people get get to their roots, get their own answers for themselves to empower them as opposed to the big self-help gurus who are like, let's have your credit card and walk on some hot coals and, and all these other things. They're not even licensed. That are not licensed, which is going to be another show, by the way. We have an incredible guest coming. 
um, which Dr. Doyle knows. So I'm excited that you're moving towards or transitioning to for yourself to really get into the mainstream and 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 bring all of this knowledge and, and clinical experience that you have to really get into this the true word of self-help but with a true professional i'm psyched and i hope that we can help you do that you know it's it's interesting that you frame it like that specifically because the way that i even got into psychology you know let alone self-help but i got into psychology because as a as a teenager you know, I became aware that I was super depressed, and and I didn't know at the time that I had ADHD. Right, mm-hmm. all I knew was I really struggled with with following through on stuff for school. I really struggled with my relationships. I really struggled, and as a result, I was super depressed. And I wasn't really in a position. I mean, you know, I had a reasonably good upbringing. You know, my parents are brilliant people, etc. But you know, they didn't really know what to do right. about this but you know, but I also didn't know how to ask for the help that I needed so I would find myself kind of uh, you know prowling the the self-help section of, mm. of the local you know borders and and, sure. and, and bookstores and, yeah and Barnes and Noble and so I kind of started to get introduced to this field and this paradigm and I started to you know that was kind of where the seed was planted that you know look we can you know we might have what we need inside of us etc so fast forward to when it comes time to, you know, you, you all have to grow up and choose a career, I guess. <laughs> and I'm looking at, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at going to graduate school. And I went in specifically with the thought, you know, look, I want to not just be one of these guys who I was reading, you know, when I was a teenager. Right. You know, because I had all these, like, you know, people had as their heroes, like sports stars or rock and roll stars. I had like, you know, Anthony Robbins, M. Scott Peck, Nathaniel Brandon. I'm like, you know, like everyone was like, who? <laughs> So I went into so to, when I went into interview for graduate school, and they ask you those questions like, okay, so as you know, if we let you in, and if you become a psychologist, what do you see yourself doing? And I'm like, I want to be one of those guys. I want to write the self help books, and I was really excited about it. Like, yeah, I want to. Yeah. And my professors are like, why? Why would you want to do that? So there's kind of this it's weird. There's this perception on both sides of the coin. Like the self help people are kind of like, well, you know, what value does psychology bring? Psychology says, you know, what value does it those are those weird flaky guys that make you walk <laughs> on coals, right? But my thought is what psychology really has that I think the self-help world needs mm-hmm. and needs more of. And, and in fairness, you know, there are some qualified folks doing self-help. Like, like Wayne Dyer, for example, the late Wayne Dyer. Oh, sure. He, he was a counseling psychologist. Yeah. For years, right. right. You know, Martin Seligman. I mean, you know, there are you know, folks who, who are credentialed in the field. But, you know, it's something that I think the, the self-help field really struggles with that I think clinical psychology does have. It's that scientific methodology, that scientific backbone. Right. Um, we're really well trained. You know, folks with my education are really well trained to evaluate literature and to evaluate research and kind of evaluate the strengths and the weaknesses of that research. Mm-hmm. There is a, uh, a, a self-help guy who will remain unnamed but I, I love following his page because he makes my job really easy like because he writes ridiculous things and I just for my post I just write the opposite of what he says <laughs> <laughs> but he's a norm- He he's not credentialed like he, he you know he I don't even think he has a, a college education wow but uh, he certainly has no graduate education but he loves saying he loves saying this research proves blah blah blah, blah. like psychology proves 
I'm here to tell you, I had to take a lot of stat courses. I had to take a lot of research method courses. Yeah. Research doesn't prove things. It's not supposed to prove things. It's supposed to, uh, to enlighten, su- to support hypotheses. Right. Science is supposed to be an open system where we can sure. continue. Like, like nothing is ever. You could test things. Yeah, nothing's ever proven in science. Yeah. Like it's supported or it's not supported. It's exactly. It. But that's what I think psychology brings to self-help, or what I'm trying to bring to self-help. Well, right. And as we sit here and we were talking about these New Year's resolutions and the new year is upon us tomorrow night that ball is dropping if it's not frozen on the way down <laughs> and i sit here and i say who you are you dr doyle you're the one who i trust because not only because you're credentialed but because you see how you get it y- you get it exactly how your background your education everything about you is perfect to truly help people whether it's use their damn skills, okay, <laughs> um, or really get the, the, the... Get out of their own way get so they out can of their be the best way. that they can be. And, and, and understand better how to help themselves. Yes. And, and that's why I'm telling you, if we can have a resident sort of expert, self-help psychologist, therapist, I'd like you to be thinking about that. That was a little subliminal, but it is on mm, radio, very, so it's out there. Very subtle. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you so, guys, speaking of, I, I just I want to play. Yeah. You, you guys had, I, I don't know if it's the, the last one that's going to be aired but, you know, but before this one, but, but last week... Uh, the With Marty. Uh, with Marty Finkel, yeah. the show about helping others help themselves, like incredibly powerful. I mean, not just his story of you know his diagnosis yes, and, and whatnot, but some real insight into that of you know, gosh, you know, you know people who get it. Yes. So. And listeners, by the way, if you want to hear the Marty Finkel uh, episode that actually ran two weeks ago, we oh. we keep we get preempted for uh, you know the sports, the sports, events. the Nets game. So yeah. it's been a little choppy in December, and it will be coming forth. And we're off the two weeks of December. Uh, I'm sorry, first two weeks of January. But if you'd like to hear the Marty Finkel episode, you can go to iTunes or GutWisdom.com, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Download the Marty Finkel episode uh, or any of our other episodes that we did in 2017. Uh, there, uh, we're very much into positive psychology, empowering people, EQ, uh, emotional intelligence. Exactly, yep. getting people to understand when they're in the drama triangle, the roles of the victim, the bully, the hero, leadership skills, self awareness, listening skills, communication skills. All of these things that are not new. Right. These are not new, <laughs> you know, concepts of where to, you know, put some energy really? into. <laughs> right, um, and we are not clinicians uh but we're trained in what we're trained in obviously organizational development and those things so i do believe that we have the answers and the resolutions i need a little more help with that because i do make them and as i said earlier you know i already decided you know what i'm not waiting until january 1st why am i putting that barrier in front of myself i'm starting the week before like so there, I'm almost having this, you know, in my own head. Well, I'll show you. It's like the somebody, each person on my shoulder. Now, I'm not schizophrenic, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. And it's interesting. It's almost keeping resolutions is almost as bad or, uh, you know, as the divorce rate. Mm-hmm. It's like 40 to 50 percent are, are they're failed. We're not making them. We're not keep. We're not forget that we're not making them. We're making them. It's the habit. We're not keeping them. We're not achieving them. And it is about the habits. Something that I love about kind of what you did, Deirdre, and, and, and starting a few weeks early is, is you, you kind of, even though you kind of gave me the stink eye before, you kind of made my point. <laughs> 
that there's nothing magical that's about the that's the Koppelman look that's not a stink <laughs> eye Koppelman, I promise you that <laughs> Koppelman eye <laughs> the Koppelman eye so the, wait hold, the that, hold that thought yeah Dr. D Big D JG we're coming back stay tuned we've got more very excited Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Well, everybody, it's almost 2018, and tonight we're in studio talking with an incredible psychologist, Dr. Glenn Doyle. Let's... Give a round of applause. hey <laughs> Yes. You like that one? That was delightful. And we're talking all about the challenges around making and keeping New Year's resolutions. Yes, And a variety of other conversations <laughs> at the same time. So I'm John Gassman, a.k.a. JG, and we are here with Deirdre Koppelman, the host of Gut Wisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M. <laughs> Oh, okay, that, that is D, not a good noise is, maker. Wow. I'm getting rid of that for no, tomorrow night. That I'm was, not bringing that with me. Whew, I'm not going to say where I bought these noise makers. That either. was a cry for help. Did you get them at the dollar? <laughs> yes. Did you get this at the dollar store? I again? did. I bought I us hats it. and 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 noise makers, and the noise makers are just. You have to check out the videos, everybody. Go to Facebook <laughs> over the weekend. Go to Instagram. You have to look at what this looks like. It is just a riot. But anyways, let's welcome back Dr. Doyle and learn yeah. some more wisdoms Ayo. from his clinical perspective first of all <laughs> so grateful that you are here I, dr glenn doyle all the way in from chicago chicago chai town uh, first can you please tell our listeners uh if they're just tuning in or if they've been hanging on saying wow this is quite a show um how would we find you on social media how do we find you on the social media uh so we're on facebook is where most of my content gets posted and that's just facebook.com slash d-r-g-l-e-n-n-d-o-y-l-e dr glenn doyle mm-hmm. we're on twitter at at dr doyle says we're on instagram at d-r-g-l-e-n-n-d-o-y-l-e dr glenn doyle um, and we actually just last night, in fact, got uh, our new website up. Uh, it Ooh. is at realisticlifechange.com, which, which we, we kind of decided. Realistic life change seems yes. very appropriate. That's, for, what that's what I'm all about, man. So do you have anything about resolutions on there? <laughs> I'm just going to be We're going we're gonna to be talking. hammer you. Well, here's the thing, but but again, I, I keep coming back to yes. the fact that what are resolutions? They're just goals. Like, let's not freak. So, our, how do we keep them? We're, how do we keep? How goals? do we make them? How do we make them? Let's let's not freak ourselves out. They, mm. they're, they're, simmer they're, down, they're simmer down, simmer down. As, as Susan as, would say, as my girlfriend simmer Susan down. loves loves to tell me. <laughs> So, so, so the answer is yes. Plenty of stuff on there about goals. We talk about goals all the time because, I, again, it's really important to our self-esteem. It's really important to our humanity. It's not just important. You know, goal setting is not just important to the extent that okay, we want stuff and we need stuff and we mm-hmm. got to et cetera, et cetera. As human beings, we're kind of designed to set and achieve goals. Even if, uh, like you guys remember, uh, good old Dr. Maslow and the hierarchy. Of course, right. That's you know those are all goals. Like you know, I have a goal to achieve. You know, safety, safety, and and shelter, and, and love, self esteem, and relationships, right. et cetera, et cetera. We are goal setting creatures. We're kind of hardwired for that. It's really hard to uh, kind of go through life on autopilot and to not kind of set goals. Sure, and just kind of drift through it and still have high self esteem. 
So, so yeah, I think we, we should set resolutions in the same sense that we should have goals, right? Mm-hmm. We, we should be consciously thinking about them. Okay. How do we keep them? How do we keep them is, all right, so, so the question that you're actually asking is like, you know, the effective goal setting. How do we actually set and achieve any goal, whether it's a New Year's resolution, whether it's anything? I happen to – now, remember, I'm all about kind of realistic, real-world stuff. If you Google how to achieve goals, you're going to come up with lots and lots of philosophies. Smart, smart goals, I remember, was the thing. Absolutely, right? right? You know, like that, 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 that are specific, specific and measurable. measurable <laughs> actionable, time-related, time-bound, Listen blah, blah, you blah, go. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There are Anyways. whole libraries written about how to achieve goals. <laughs> I was the guy that used to walk down the, you know, in Barnes & Noble reading all the self-help books. God so. bless oh, you. It resonates. God bless you. Right yeah. there. Well, guess what? Right. Okay. Wait, can I say me too and it have nothing to do with sexual harassment? <laughs> Trying right. to one-up us. No. Okay, anyways. One of, uh, Deirdre, the, when, we, when we spoke <laughs> on the phone last week, like, one of my favorite parts of that was like we started talking about like self-help and like authors we'd read and whatnot before we knew we were way out in left field. Yes. Like, okay, let's go back. <laughs> That's how we knew this we this would be a good match. Right. Yes. So, so the question is like, so what are the steps to effective goal setting in the real world, realistic on the ground stuff? Because I'm not terribly interested in theory. I'm not terribly interested in kind of, you know, philosophy. Make it practical. Exactly. And tangible. So, so there are, in, in my mind, kind of you know, to set a damn goal, there are, kind of, there are kind of three important steps. One is about time management. And what I mean when I say that is, you know, gosh, time management is one of those things that, you know, for years, you know, my ADHD brain kind of rebelled against. I'm like, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me <laughs> when to be places. Right? JG. What, <laughs> what I mean. Dancing. Let's not freak ourselves out about time management and let's make it really simple. All time management is knowing when you're going to start, right? That's why New Year's resolutions can be helpful because you know when you're going to start. Right. It's the New Year, January 1st, right? Check. Yeah. Knowing when to start, knowing kind of a timeline of intermediate stepping stones, right? Because it's not going to all happen at once. Mm -hmm. You got to kind of have to be realistic about the fact that, okay, let's say I set a resolution to change the way I eat, right? What are the stepping stones that you're going to encounter along the way? And what's a reasonable time frame for that? Right. Like, good one. So like the first week of January, you know, is that a reasonable time to, you know, check in with yourself? Say, okay, how did I do over this last week? Not in any kind of judgmental, like, you know, you, right. you know, beat yourself up or anything like that. But consider it data. Consider it data. All right. So these are the days that I paid attention to, you know, whatever my calorie intake or my carbs, like whatever it happens to be. Yes. Right. But schedule those in because I'm here to tell you that goals, they will not achieve themselves. They will not happen by accident. Sometimes it will kind of be lucky accidents where stuff will just happen to us. Don't bank on that. Your self-esteem doesn't like it when you leave that up to chance, right? Your self-esteem wants sure. you consciously involved in kind of setting and pursuing your goals. So with that example, mm-hmm. if losing weight or being uh, eating healthier is yeah. a resolution or uh, more appropriately a goal and it's the first week of January and you're kind of looking back and you're saying to yourself okay um, did okay you know here and now looking forward next week I'm going to choose consciously Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday or Tuesday and Thursday or two days next week not the weekend because the weekend I'd like to sort of not be mm-hmm. uh, hung up on how healthy I eat I want to have wine I want to have dessert at dinner is that what you're saying absolutely 
And it's really important to when you're looking back, like when you're checking in with yourself. This kind of goes to the, the, what, what, I, the, what I think is the, the third step of, of, of effective goal setting. And we'll kind of go back to the second one. But the third step is that relationship with yourself. you got to have a good relationship with yourself. Uh, well, that's a whole What do you mean by that? Show. Don't beat myself up if I, if I don't <laughs> accomplish what I set out to accomplish that week? Exactly. But, yeah. but even in a broader sense, like just in my own experience, my own clinical experience with patients, you wouldn't uh, – like if you had a boss or if you had a parent or if you had just you know, somebody in a position of power whose primary way of motivating you was through shame – and, uh-huh. and you know, and, and really, so, some people kind of uh, dress up like tough love, right? Well, you know, I'm, just, I'm making you tougher, right? Right. right. You know what uh, the research suggests, and what our experience suggests is, shame never works long term as a behavior modifier. It only makes you resent and be rebellious toward mm-hmm. the person who's trying to oppose. So, if the person who is trying to motivate you through shame is yourself, mm-hmm. guess what? You're not going to follow through on your own goals and your own resolutions. JG, <laughs> right? Did you did you have uh, an epiphany? <laughs> yeah, thank you, Marty, for those donuts. Keep them coming, buddy. I love you, man. Okay, next. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, in terms of time management, have a start date and have scheduled. Put it in your planner. Sure. You know, decide in advance because you're not going to just randomly, oh, I think I'm going to check in with myself. Right. Make, make it a priority to check in with yourself self-compassionately, right? Mm. Make it a rule that this is not about beating yourself up. This is not about shame. This is about collecting data. Notice when that first week, okay, when was it hard, right? When, you know, when would it have been better, you know, maybe to have set a different resolution? What I mean when I say that is, you know, some people, boy, I'm sure everybody knows kind of this feeling. We set resolutions, we're like, I'm going to get ambitious. This is going to be the time. (laughs) This is going to be it, right? (laughs) I say when you're setting goals, set small goals. And when you think you set small goals, chop them in half. Really? Right. Cut back on that calorie intake. In fact, I don't even tell people like you know. Don't even if you're looking at uh, like uh, cutting your calories. Don't even look at you know like a calorie budget of. <laughs> cut back a hundred uh, calories, just a hundred, just a hundred, just do that, right? Yeah. Most people kind of look at their like. I can do that. Hundred calories. I'll tell you, hundred calories is four jet puff marshmallows. <laughs> That's all it is, right? <gasps> you could still have like a an ice cream sundae and leave off the chocolate sauce, and you could oh. like that's a hundred calories, right? Deirdre is saying, "Why would you want to do that?" No, I'm, well, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the inquisitive look I'm, I have is, I'm thinking uh, I have a little bit of an aha, and I'm thinking what you're saying is, the more small achievements, mm-hmm. more wins, the more wins, absolutely <clears throat> builds up that positive. Um, feeling and confidence and self-esteem and keeps you going that's what i'm that's what i'm sitting here thinking hmm, absolutely yeah. and believe it or not there's actually neuropsychological research that says you know gosh when we have little wins mm-hmm. um, like i'll take an example just from my own life you know when i'm working out in the morning and uh you know, say you're going to jump on the exercise bike and you're like, okay, like I'm going to do an hour, but I'm only going to focus on five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to freak myself out. You'll notice a lot of what I what I talk about is like, look, how can we not freak ourselves out about this stuff? Are you sure right? you're not from California? <laughs> I'm quite sure, right? <laughs> Very zen-like. Right. Let's, let's not freak ourselves out about it. Don't freak yourselves out about an, uh, an hour on the exercise bike. Think about five minutes. If you've done five minutes, you've done five minutes. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, celebrate. 
Now, what happens in our brain is we get a little, a little squirt of a neurotransmitter called serotonin when we achieve a little goal like that. It's a little feel-good chemical. What that does, in turn, it, uh, we get a little squirt of what's called dopamine, which is our, our, our goal attainment. Uh, it makes us excited and motivated and focused sure. to, you know, to, to reach goals. So they work in tandem, right? Mm. Exactly what you said, dear. It, it becomes kind of self-reinforcing. You get a little squirt of feel-good, squirt of feel-good. So will you do this for us? Will you, uh, Dr. Glenn Doyle? Mm. Magical Dr. Glenn Doyle. Would, would you? He's sprinkling a lot of fairy dust around here. We're <laughs> for sure. I'm kind of like, I'm ready to like Ooh, do something yeah. small uh, for a change. Would you uh, co-author or author a blog for us on some wisdoms about exactly what you're talking about, how to set the goals that we can achieve and feel good about, mm-hmm. and also maybe even throw in a little bit about that self-compassion uh, things that I think a lot of us uh, are missing. I think a lot of us, whether it's because of how we were brought up, maybe it's that hardwiring. I don't know, but I think I think our listeners, uh, I know JG and I could certainly uh, benefit benefit from a blog. Would you be willing to do that before we uh, before we close out tonight? You don't I, have to write it right now, but would you be a, would you be willing to do that? For I us? would be totally willing to do that. And believe it or not, these are exactly the kinds of things that we talk about. Every week, twice a week on Use Your Damn Skills. On Use Your Damn Skills. Well, here's what we're going to do, listeners. If you'd like to get the blog, we're going to make this a private blog. This won't be the public one. Email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Let's help you get your goals because you're a valued Gut Wisdom listener. Uh, and you were listening with us tonight in the car. So, um, or maybe at home, that's possible. Um, and we'll be happy to send that to you. It's a special blog just for listening tonight. Yeah. What do you think about that? I love it. What goal are you going to set for yourself? Well, I've already set one that I started a week ago, and that is to exercise more. I am going to do it a little bit differently and not be so hard on myself that I haven't done, you know, three, four times a week already. Like I need to, I need to work on the self-compassion and sort of chill out, make it small. And I only want to start with one goal. And forgive yourself. Well, all right. that that's a big one, I think, for yeah. us. So, so there's a, there's there's a major suggestion. I want to make sure that I slip in here before. before You've I'm got on. 32 seconds. If TikTok. the if the thing is that the most resolutions are abandoned by February anyway, mm. make a resolution and say to yourself, "I'm only going to do this for the month of January." Ah, only going to do it for January. Great wisdom. Now, if February comes and I still want to do it, I can still do it. I don't have to. Gotta love it. We're going to put that in the blog. Yes? Absolutely. Listeners, thank you. WCBS, thank you for listening to Gut Wisdom for your support. We wish you a happy, healthy, meaningful 2018. Bring it in and bring it on. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions.